Hello and welcome to Wing Women, a semi-historical TTRPG podcast based on the real-life Night Witches, using Jason Morningstar's game system of the same name. My name is Madison Cadullo. I play Dimitria Volkova. I'm a junior lieutenant and I'm using the Raven playbook. My name is Elsa Kegelman. I play Rita Vasilyevna. I'm a junior lieutenant using the Hawk playbook. My name is Julianne Kastner. I play Tatiana Kusmana, and I am a junior lieutenant playing the Sparrow playbook. My name is August Hawkvog. I play Ninochka Filipovna. I am a ranked lieutenant, and I'm using the Owl playbook. My name's Kevin J. McCann, and I play everybody else. Welcome back to Wing Women, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us. We pick up where we left off, which was after our brave young women went on a night of fun in a nearby town. They had drinks, they had liaisons, they met people of indeterminate genders and indeterminate sexualities. Rita got a ride on a motorcycle, and that is both an innuendo and not an innuendo. We pick back up at Engels Aerodome as we do, like, you guys remember comedies from 2006 where there would always be that one shot of, like, someone standing still and then people moving yes. all about you. Like Avril Lavigne's cover of their album, Let oh, It Go. Oh, wow. That mm. was a way better thing than what I was thinking of, because I was thinking of Scrubs. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, no, no Scrubs is also a, a very worthy reference. Scrubs did that shit at least once a year. That was... At that... least once... A season. Yeah, that was their that was their move. At so we, least once an episode, Zach Braff was stationary. <laughs> I'm looking very confused. Yeah, yeah, that man's acting career is interesting. Um, oh. so we just we we cut through four versions and variations on that as you all are just slowly moving through the motions of training and preparations. As you know, the final mission is coming up soon. Things are moving fast. The 586 and the 587 are shortly mobilized in April and May, so you are the only people left in camp. There are no men around. Everything's actually a little bit calmer um, in general. So. <laughs> not just because there's, I mean, a lot of it's because there's no men, but not just, it's also just there's less people, so there's just a lot more like free space and ability to relax. Um, we pick up. Mid-May 1942, as you wake up early one morning knowing you have a meeting very shortly with your commander, and is there anything you would like to do before that meeting? Well, I'm for no reason going to open the Wikipedia page to May 1942. <laughs> no spoilers! No, of course not. No spoilers! I don't know how it ends. <laughs> what's, the, what's the spoiler grace period for real life events because because i know it's like 21 years for off-color jokes like you could finally make jokes about the candy assassination in 1984 <laughs> but like what about like real shit that's a question i don't feel like this Hold podcast on, is, is equipped to answer. An answer to this and i'm gonna look <laughs> uh no, the kennedy assassi assassination wasn't the kennedy assassination shit? someone was just really fucking rude to him and then his head blew up <laughs> no <laughs> Okay, anyway. Hey, Tatiana, what do you want to do? Well. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do is... Um, what I learned at boating school. <laughs> <laughs> God, fuck. I, this is what happens when 
happens when we record mid-afternoon. I, guess. I was going to say, yeah. We it's not even a late night we record. We can't keep doing this as an excuse. I think that we're just the common denominator here, we're, Yeah, guys. I think it's just us. It's, That's yeah. happy hour, baby. It is. <laughs> we're all sitting here with our silly little Topo Chicos. Not a sponsor of the podcast, but please, Topo Chico, reach out to us. Um, Tatiana, since the events of the night and the corresponding weeks, she's just gotten very focused into there's probably like a shelf of like old plane manuals like at the hangar and stuff she's been spending a lot of time like flipping through those and just like quizzing herself and Mm. stuff like that um she's also um taken on more of the barracks chore list and she also created a chore list That everyone promptly ignored. And so she has taken on all of it because she's just trying to keep herself busy so she doesn't have to think about what happened. I'm like pushing Dimitri out of bed, be like, so sorry. And just like, whoosh, whoosh, like getting the sheet being like, I'm sorry, it's a hundred days. Well, and just I like, sleep nude. So congratulations. Son of a bitch. I was trying not to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the idea that Tatiana was like, the Air Force doesn't have strict enough rules and regiments. I'm going to make a chore chart is wildly fascinating to me. Like we do all have to, we like, have chores. Like we have, duties. we very much have duties and duty stations and duty. you're like, not enough. Why do you think I had such a perfect liquid you, Madison? <laughs> I know, but it's, but are those chores really getting prioritized? Are there, did you know that there is like, the I was supposed to pull up like dust mite facts or something before I came here. Did they even know about dust mites in May of nineteen forty? Probably yeah, not. Was I'll germ fu- theory invented by this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they had invented first of all microscopes and germ theory. No, yeah, I don't know what that. At the very least, you knew what your dust button. is. I think well, we all. I think we get sick because of miasma, and my humors are imbalanced. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry we're not all living in Lottie fucking da 1132, and we're worried about the Black Plague and which one of our royal mandated holidays. But it's 19. We know what dust is, and we know what germs are. God damn it, Kevin! No spoilers for 1942. <laughs> the girls are fighting. We're not gonna fly today, everybody. <laughs> All right, so Tatiana's made a chore list and is enforcing the chore list to the best of her abilities. Is anyone else doing anything? So I have immediately had an idea. Nino found the chore list and every morning just reads it aloud to you as if we're both going to do it. And then I do do at least one or two because that's just simply good farmhand work. But like, it's like a debrief just for the two of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we debrief and we chat and then I go, good job. And I give you Thank the- you, boss. You're yep. welcome. Yep. There you go. Goodbye. Tati has become the Dwight Schrute to Nino. She's oh, like, I am Lord. the assistant to the assistant, the manager. You're the assistant to the lieutenant? Yes. Oh God, that's bleak. I Assist- don't think Nino knows. No, she oh, didn't. No. no, no, no. Yeah. Nino's just like, wow, Tati's being like really helpful. I think Rita's been- a little bored with the absence of male distractions. Not in a like, oh, she's so boy crazy way, but Where's like the boys. That was really her main outlet for aggression. And <laughs> oh no! So how how bored are you of, of male distract? Uh, you, so there's no boys around, Rita. I just wanted how. How bored are you? <laughs> I think 
it's it's mostly just the dullness. I think there's just there's no drama. There's no gossip. There's no Sasha sneaking out to be with who knows who. So it's just a little she's she's, uh, you know, for for all my ASMR girlies out there, like, like drumming her her uh, fingernails on on the desk being like, when's the plain stuff is fine. But like. Something's gotta happen. Something's, Something's gotta happen. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> bombs on Nazi. Yeah, it's fine. It's when fine. are the boys coming? I can't wait to get to the call to action for reviews and to that for be like verbatim. The plain stuff is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wing women, five stars. <laughs> but we're here for the drama. Put a five star review and then also just put nothing in it except the plain stuff is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really of- liked the ASMR. Speaking of Sasha not sneaking out, it has been five days since the last time she snuck out, and she is chain-smoking in the tent. She is on her fourth coffee of the morning, and it is 7 a.m. She is like, it's like a gambler at Vegas who just lost everything and is desperately asking for a line of credit. Oof. <laughs> That's oh also bleak. I think Tati would bring the, ch- the chore chart take just take a read and then just turn right around and be just like you know what yep no 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 you you're going through it can i say (laughs) so one uh dimitria like the day or two after we got back wrote a letter i want to write a letter to my dad okay um and we can go over that like later but also if sasha's been just drinking coffee i think i've been going with her and just over caffeinating because of boredom so you have to deal with me being kind of feral also (laughs) (laughs) is this a fail safe because you also had too much coffee before coming here no i've calmed down a little bit (laughs) i think two things have happened in that because i was a little overstimulated i started collecting like cat things that i know they like and placing them not just in the empty hangar where tati was looking for the cat but also like around places that i think a cat might live around like the compound yeah just to see join me on my cat quest it's your cat quest i just want to make you feel better okay <laughs> yeah okay i'll be over here when I'm you want to join the dad cat who quest. doesn't want the animal <laughs> <laughs> and you guys will love each other so much yeah i think also maybe rita has been spending time more time with vera because she's someone who gets it like sasha could have been a friend but that ship seems to have sailed and seem and Sasha seems to have a different agenda whereas Vera seems to be more similarly dispositioned and aligned with with Rita in a way so uh she's probably hanging out at the nurse's tent more often and maybe I, if 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 I may be so bold picking up on a little bit of of the medical-ish stuff just also, I think because she got her leg busted, like, not too long ago, the idea of, like, this may be something that could save my life. And also, it is digestible coming from this person whose company I enjoy and who seems to have a similar, if if not, Vera's more kind and more pleasant than I think Rita would be, uh, like, to her core. Uh, but they're at least, you know more compatible uh as as friends so i think that might might have transpired as well fun fact if you ever have a hot iron to curl your hair you can also use it to cauterize a wound (laughs) how fun would you say that fact is i'd say it's pretty fun (laughs) 
the f- this is me, Vera speaking, mm-hmm. not anyone else. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> Are you sure it's not anyone else? Shut up. <laughs> the 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 look of possession that comes over Kevin when he embodies a character is one that I wish our our dear listeners could see, but also the face that Julianne made at that expression of you the the concept of using a, a hot iron to cauterize wounds. Just chef's kiss. Let us know if you would like to see our faces. Let us know if you would like us to cauterize your wounds with just whatever <laughs> yeah. we have around. Hey, Bonk. call me up, baby. The number is... If you join our Patreon... We have so many if you donate a hundred dollars to our Ko-Fi, we will brand you with a hot iron. I really <laughs> did. Love... You know that we Elsa, are a health don't insurance put company. Put that out there into the world. I really loved episode twelve, where they kept plugging other things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So everyone's a little bored, a little stir crazy. There's not much going on, and um, as that kind of final day where. You know if everything goes well, you'll be mobilizing the next day. So you'll have one more night here comes up. You kind of feel that surge of energy start to move throughout the camp as everyone feels that boredom begin to abate and that anticipation begin to come up of something different, something new, something risky, um, something terrifying but important and good, which is... As we cut to Irina Makarovna giving you your mission briefing, an actual mission where you're going to be reconnaissance and uh, doing reconnaissance against and attacking the Nazis. Like real Nazis? Yeah, like real Nazis. So Not here's ones that Anissa has like made out of snow or something like that? Yeah, no, we had to pull the plug on that. Anissa is not doing well. If you want to like stop by and give her a hug or ask her to commission a fake Nazi you can shoot, she would really appreciate that. What okay. happened? Is she okay? Oh, she's fine. It's just that we we're killing real Nazis now, not fake ones. Oh, so she just lost her hobby. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We kind of had to tell her like, please stop making fake Nazis because like it was fine when we were killing them, but now it's just gonna be like a bunch of fake Nazis around camp. It would get awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So she found a new passion. She's she's a creator. She's a doll maker, but the dolls are life size. Nazis. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> God forbid a woman have hobbies. You yes. know? Oh my God. <laughs> this is a woman who should have been an experimental theater artist in the 1980s, but she, <laughs> she was born at the wrong time. No, uh, yeah. So, uh, no, today we're, we're going to be chipping you off to a place called Tambov, and you're going to be flying out of there. That's closer to the auxiliary station of. I'm sorry, Comrade Stalin, my cat, is currently rubbing herself against the mission plans. (laughs) Come here. Come here, bud. It's okay, Comrade Stalin. I'll feed you later. Also, correction. Lenin didn't kill Trotsky. Stalin killed Trotsky. Mm -hmm. My mistake. Oh, was Um, that a corrections corner? It was my own bullshit calling my own bullshit. No, everyone in our community is so nice and wonderful when we get things wrong. (laughs) Uh, You'll be flying out of Tambov. Uh, You're going to be bombing Germans near Stari Oskol. Uh, It's going to be southwest of here. And what that's going to look like is you're going to do a first pass under cover of night to just get an idea of the area because we actually don't know what the encampment looks like. It is a soldier's encampment, but there is a munitions depot somewhere within it. Not a big one, but you know, if you hit that, that's going to cause some big problems for them. Um, so you're going to do a reconnaissance pass and then you're going to circle back and do a bombing run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will not have an opportunity to refuel because we don't want them to, uh, 
risk hearing you, you get the one pass over where they're confused and then you got to attack quickly. So you're going to have to iron out some of the details of who's attacking beforehand. And I'm going to leave that to your lieutenant. But yeah, any questions about the mission? So are all three of us doing reconnaissance and all three of, or three pairs, I mean, uh, three planes bombing or is it one reconnaissance to bomb? What is the outlet or is that all up to our lieutenant? That's generally up to you. You can do the reconnaissance, but we don't have, I mean, radios, so mm. you won't be able to communicate up in the air. Um, okay. You're just gonna have to do your best to see what the deal is. Would one bomb do it or would it be preferable to do two? I I would say do as many as your heart desires. Our early indications is that this is not a well-fortified position. It is mostly just a staging area, so mm -hmm. they're not going to have anti-aircraft guns. It's just going to be their rifles and submachine guns, which admittedly, not great for you guys, but not as bad as something named like a howitzer or some shit like that. The details are up to you. You ship out in an hour. Uh, the planes are already there and gassed up. We moved them yesterday, and then those will be leading out to the first duty station when we push out tomorrow. Yeah. Can I retcon something? Yeah. Uh, in that, Maybe. In that week that we were bored, I would like to have found some paint and drawn a Valkyrie on the side of the plane. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tastefully. I know that we will, we'll probably all want to superimpose like some nipples onto it, but I mean, <laughs> like, threatening. Mm-hmm. Is this like we're taking a truck kind of thing and like the the planes are already there or are we flying there? You're taking a truck. So you okay. have and you'll have it's I think a 30 minute drive roughly. It's just the six of us in our or is it the whole camp? The rest this of us. This is just left? you. Everyone's getting similar missions. Some of you are flying out of Tambov. Some of you are flying from behind the, you know, it's all over the place. So everyone's doing their final runs tonight. If if someone really fucks up, I mean, that's a problem. But we're just battle testing you because it's not mannequins anymore. These are people. And if you drop a bomb, you're killing someone and you're doing damage to the Nazi war machine. Understood. Well, ladies. Okay. All right. Well, boss, what's the plan? Okay. Um, what are we going to do, boss? Okay. So we the the hairy bit is that we don't have radios. Um, I think... How well can we see across to other planes? Like, are hand signals Ooh, um, possible? Like, in terms of, like, like, you know how bikers have, like... I'm waving like this, and that means I'm turning right, or yeah. whatever, you know? Uh, yeah, you could you could reasonably do... I, I, I might veto them if they're if I find them to be too sure. complex to, to move through hands. Um, I'm going to look at the moves real quick. No, talk, totally. Yeah, talk it through, and yeah. I'll just see Great. if there's Because what I was... signals. Hand signals. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that means I could say we do anything. <laughs> um, I, I feel like one plane should do the recon pass um and then have two more come through and bomb just so that we have more chances in case something messes up and remind me how many bombs do we have uh you have three runs per you drop two bombs each time you release okay and you have six bombs on the planes also uh We'll we'll have you roll eyeball before the mission starts to see how well you're going to be able to see hand signals. Got you. Got That'll you, be okay. how we gamify that. Mm -hmm. Um. Cool. 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 Um. If that's the way we decide to go with. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Because I feel like 
I feel like with one recon person, it's easy enough to fly through and see what it looks like. Now, this is a this is an August, um, not being an experienced soldier. Question: um, What would what would make the camp? difficult to drop bombs on like what what would it be something that it's like turn around and be like never mind never mind we can't <laughs> you know what i mean maybe anti-aircraft guns mm-hmm. anti-aircraft guns okay. uh searchlights if they spot you quickly uh, okay. sorry searchlights if they spot you quickly enough you might want to turn around um but you're moving fast enough i, I think it's less equipment you see and Mm. more how well are they using that against you Mm because if they've spotted you and they're firing on you and it's getting pretty hairy then you might want to turn around but if they haven't spotted you yet but they have all this cool shit it's a high value target it's actually a good thing to take it out okay okay um could it also come down to we are all attempting to bomb it Mm -hmm. but it is divvying up targets between the three of us because the munitions is the main target yeah but if we have two for three go for munitions and a third in the chamber so to speak uh that is barracks or anything else that they can if it's that infirmary wouldn't be a bad target to hit no Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be it's going to be how visible can we identify those targets yeah we'll also come down to it because i don't if the information we have is correct, that it's not well fortified, it's mm-hmm. more of a matter of our own accuracy, which all just comes down to what we've been doing before. Do any of you guys feel strongly about being the recon person? Because I feel like we should only send one person in to recon because then they'll think potentially there's only one plane mm-hmm. or potentially there's only maybe two. Mm-hmm. They don't know how many we have. So I'd like to just send in one. But we don't have time for them to go all the way back. Whoever's doing recon is doing a loop. Is doing then... a loop and read, yeah. Sasha, in her jittery state, goes, here's how I understand it, guys. God, this coffee's good. Uh, so what we're going to be doing right now is uh, someone's going to be going in first, and then we're just going to be circling around in the background, essentially, and they're going to come back and grab us and tap us in, and that person should lead and do the fucking first bombing run, and then we can follow up with the other bombs, and boy, howdy, I need another cup of coffee. And, um, I've had an idea. One. Thank, thank you, Sasha. <laughs> I've already had one in the chamber handing <laughs> <laughs> they're caught there how did you make that noise with your mouth i don't know <laughs> um okay is so this that... cold brew oh my god <laughs> it's cold coffee it's so... russia everything is cold brew. <laughs> <laughs> sasha's been like triple brewing the beans and like mm-hmm. yeah. just because yeah. there is not enough coffee to feed this coffee woman. in my cup is so old it's fermented it's insane it's i'm a little drunk right now it's fantastic cold brucha anyway <laughs> that was a cold that was really good thanks <laughs> Good job, Elsa. (laughs) I understood most of that, and I agree. Yes, I I have an idea then. So if, like, forget about, like, a recon person going and seeing specifically what's there. If we could just send someone in and count how many targets they think are applicable, and then they swoop around, hold up one, two, or three, and then foosh, at least we know what we're looking for. We might not know what it is, but we know there are three targets or mm-hmm. there are two targets okay. and then we can. And if it's one, it's, we are all going we for all munitions. Yeah. If it's two, it's two out of three of us are going for munitions and we'll and assign someone to going split for something else. Mm-hmm. And if it's three, it is one designated person is doing munitions and then the other two have to 
find the other two things. Yes. And I think that's a level of risk we're willing to take because the other two things are things like potentially spotlights and anti-aircraft or a big old infirmary or a huge barracks or something, you know, stuff like that. How incendiary are the bombs that we've been dropping? Very. Okay. So theoretically, should this place be, I don't know, abutting straight up against like some wooded areas or something? At the very least, setting some fires would cause problems, even if other things go pear-shaped. Sure. Always an option. I'm just a big fan of arson. I could guess that. I pulled Nino aside, and I'm like, I know that Sasha is probably the best pilot. What are you guys talking about? Hey, what are you guys talking about? We're in the same room. I know, but it's just like, we're just, just just look at Mm -hmm. at me. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that Sasha is the best pilot. Mm -hmm. I will say that I am a little concerned at the level of caffeination that she has been undertaking, and... Mm -hmm. Not not to toot my own horn, but mm-hmm. I did bomb the last one, mm-hmm. so I am feeling real good about this. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, I don't worry, Tati. I I see when you do a good job. Okay, thank you. Um, Rita is making eyes at uh, uh, Demetria right now. Like, does she think we can't see this conversation happening? <laughs> this or? is mostly because of the caffeination thing. I don't care who drops the bomb. Mm-hmm. I yes, no, I I do see. The state Sasha's and don't worry. Okay. Um, so let's say, um, I am thinking as loudly as I can in Rita's direction. Like I'm trying to keep my face so placid, but I can see that Rita is like, "Hey, hey, do you see this? Do they think that we can't see it?" And I'm just kind of gonna turn to her and think like laser focusedly. Let her have this. Um, guys, it's so quiet in here. You're just looking at each I'm other. Gonna, it's so weird. I'm gonna you watch this? And is like, whoa, you could <laughs> cut the like, tension whoa. in here. Um, I, out, out a meta level, and I'm sorry if I'm metagaming. Who here has the best skill for eyeballing? I want to send the person with the best eyes to do recon. <laughs> it's not the NPCs. So I whoever. Figured. I, you have a zero. I have, you a, have plus a zero. One. You have a plus one. So it's gonna be. I was gonna say our. In an in-game way, because I also think the idea of doing a one-two-three system mm. works out in the most gamifiable mm-hmm. way of mm-hmm. like, if should each pl- like you can roll to find out how many targets there are, and we can roll to see how well each plane accomplishes their own goal. Sure, but I think the idea, the lieutenant plane, you yeah. were chosen for a reason. Going and reconning, doing and the recon and stats bringing the seem other... to say that too. So yes. all right, we're gonna go recon. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so how about this? We're gonna, me and Rita are gonna go through the recon. We're gonna see what's there. We'll then all loop back and come in together. We will, since we know what else is there, I'm going to assign hitting the mun- the ammunition building to Tati and Demetria. Um. And then we can find anything that's extra because we'll know We've what's there. Seen it. We've already okay. seen it. And then Sasha and Olya um, can either, depending on what we see, either follow them on munitions or look around and see what else is happening, depending on how many things we see. Yes. Can okay. I be a little morbid for a moment? Yeah, go for it. Should something happen to your plane, mm-hmm. where does the chain of command? that's a very good question um i'm gonna describe julianne's face real quick i'm not looking at julianne i know you're not but i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm just for the audience's pleasure as as uh 
Augie is doing their best impersonation of their future author photo on their best-selling novel. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Julianne is, um, I, I don't know, you ever seen a cat want cheese and they just poke their head up <laughs> over the cutting board? That's what Julianne's somehow accomplishing. It's also like the physical August slash uh, Ninochka is leaning so far away from their mic and Julianne slash Tati's little snoot is pushing so far into their <laughs> mic. On all levels um, except physical, there are two little triangle ears wondering yeah. if the piece of lunch meat is for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, because you asked, Demetria, I think it should go to you. <laughs> I think should something happen to our plane, everyone just needs to hightail it out of there and make sure that they're safe. That's a very lovely thought, but under times of duress, at least someone has to be Half making w- sure all of the ducklings get back to the nest. Mm-hmm. But if there aren't ducklings to get back to the nest, you should, I imagine, fulfill your duty to the best of your ability and get yourself out of there. Right, and I'm not really sure why you're so worried about it because theoretically you would be in the same plane. Yes. And I'm just going to kind of like huff back onto my bunk <laughs> or wherever we're having this conversation. In the office, is Irina Makarovna like sitting here? No, no, she left. She she left you guys alone in the planning room. It's okay. it's kind of like a interrogation room vibes. But um, yeah, it's it's she left. It's just the six of you in the, the regiment. Cool, are we all set? Sure. Do you have something you want to say, Dottie? No, no, okay. I'm just excited. Julianne okay. is excited. All right. So uh, the next hour passes as you figure out the final details of the plan, the plans, talk about the logistics of just fuel and distance and all that. But eventually, outside of your tent, a truck pulls up one of those big indiana jones trucks that the canvas top yeah the canvas top kind of truck and uh it it is your transport to tambov question slash comment uh what if anything weapon wise do we have on our person you have a pistol a pistol with one magazine filled with seven bullets okay And and a knife and a knife Okay, yeah. pistol and a knife, and then um, Rita, before getting onto the truck, uses the um, passenger side mirror to put on some lipstick and steps in the car. Can I, in that hour, check all of my cat spots to see if there's a cat? Yeah, roll scrounge. Eight. Eight. Okay. Um... You find that some of the food stuffs you have let out, left out have been eaten, but you do not find a cat. Do I find little teeny tiny kitty bean prints anywhere? Yes. Not possum prints. Not <laughs> possum. At one point, <laughs> you do come North across American? one, and the possum is oh, yeah, there right. with his grubby little hands. Just... Oh, Those yes. are North American no, no, possums. They're, they're very different in, in Europe. It's a North American possum inexplicably in Russia. I'm just going to establish that now. What the fuck? It was someone's pet, actually. Who was brought in. That's totally illegal. And runs away. As it flips me off and runs away. You're the cutest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Demetria feels a kinship with the possum. She wasn't sure it was possible. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jason Morningstar, can we change the nature of the system to include a possum nature? 
inexplicably a flying possum. <laughs> flying That's just possum. a pigeon. I am gonna go. I am gonna go find Tati, regardless of what how important the thing that she is doing. Um, it, it's just something. Can I scrounge to see if I can't find like in the dusty little um, cabinet with all the plane manuals? Can I see if there isn't anything that's like fun book, like a fun leisurely book that I can read? Uh, yeah, roll scrounge plus okay. luck. Come on. <laughs> you want me to fail i just have a funny joke you're gonna get make her find the danielle stilofsky book instead you know there's there's a part of me that i'm just like we haven't used so many mission pool points and i'm like i could how many what do we have did you rolled for what did you roll i rolled during? a six so i could get a point and make it a seven that isn't great. But to find means... a silly little book for the car ride? Fine. When we have to fight Nazis. To... Yeah, when we have to go <laughs> blow up. Fine. You find a copy of Anna Karenina and you get whiplash because it's your story and you remember how it ends. Oh, oh Christ <laughs> oh alive. God. Jesus Christ, Kevin. <laughs> now I need to read Anna Karenina. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Am I, mean, I wrong? I'm a I don't know. know. We've none of us have read Anna Karenina. <laughs> So I, uh, as you haven't seen the movie with what's his name that's being groomed by that older woman who is in Bullet Train? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he plays the love interest in the movie version. Adding uh, to my watch list. And Kara Knightley. I think you see his ass. <gasps> I care Adding much more about seeing Kara Knightley's ass. <laughs> yeah. You don't see her ass. So as you're staring forlornly into a book, yeah. I come tearing in and I hide it to my chest. I know that it's a, a canvas flap in a tent. Somehow I do kick the door down. Tati, holy fuck! <laughs> what? And then I just scoop you under the arms and I like steer you towards. Yeah. <laughs> and I steer you toward the food bowl. Yeah, it's empty. It was full. It was. It was it's empty. It was. Look at the little beans. There's, there's beans. Buzz. And my just my face down on the ground, and I'm just like, oh my god, they're so small. She was here. She was here. It was here. Can we follow the prints? Can we follow the prince? We're supposed to be bombing Nazis. And I got that fucking whimsy in my heart, okay? <laughs> Let me have this. Olya, of all people, swings by and goes, uh, guys, we gotta go. Okay, we're coming back tonight. We're, we're gonna, doing this we're, for her. We're, we're, we're doing this we for her. We gotta come back tonight. We gotta come back tonight. We are coming. Cat. We're both coming back from we this. We are both. And then I hug her. <laughs> what, is, what is hard? What is this corner? Oh. You should get that checked out. No. And I just pull out the book. Oh, you should really get that checked out. <laughs> and then I guess I hop like into the whatever if Oli is driving by in it. Oh, yeah. It, it's it always just, guys, come on. Come on. And you jump in. It's you guys looking for the cat? It's cool as fuck. Where is it? Of course it loves you. You gotta let it find you. She's operating on a level neither of us can comprehend. Let's just go. Yep, yep. Hey, Kevin, before we get yeah, in the check, yeah. can I check the mail one last time? Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you... Rita's just sitting in the car <laughs> painting her nails. <laughs> I'm just making a drive by. I'm just checking. It doesn't take an hour. It takes five minutes. Stop the truck. I need to check the mail real of quick. Of course I do. Uh, no, but Sasha did get several lipsticks from her husband. Can I grab them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Hell totally yeah. fine. Cool. So here you go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then I'll, uh, on, I guess on the ride over, I'll just like give them to Sasha. <laughs> here you go. Three, Thanks. four, okay. five, six. six. How long have you been gone? There's seven here. I, 
he likes me. Oh, that's really sweet. Look, Sasha looks over at Rita and just, are we doing this now or are we doing this later? Is where you want to fucking steal my lipsticks, you bitch? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Whoa. Whoa. And then goes back to painting her nails. <laughs> Tati once again does the eyes with the little nose peeking out over the book and being like, she is horrified, but also cannot look away because she has read this, because that Tati has un- read this book yeah. a million times. This is infinitely more interesting. <laughs> that was under my breath. I didn't actually, it was, it was I said eyes, gives you eyes of like, so... No, Rita would never snatch the lipstick immediately out of Sasha receiving them. She's maybe looking up from filing her nails while she's been waiting uh, to see what what Sasha received, like if there was any like distinctive packaging. Um, but no, she would never. How dare you even think that sasha just as kevin real quick making sure this was a thing that i we... know i okay, said that cool. if there were any lipsticks that she didn't you know i know i remember i'm i'm trying to play off that and i just love that you're now turning this into sasha is inexplicably a bigger bitch moment so yeah elsa she said she said a trap yeah you thank, walked right in thank you thank you so much for that that was phenomenal <laughs> i was i was scared for a second we were gonna have to lose the woe i.e the single funniest thing this episode so far <laughs> No, you just caught me while I was trying to find pictures of Aaron Taylor Johnson's ass. <laughs> and the truck is moving along. You hit a big um, potholed area of the road, and you recede further and into the for- uh, into the forest until you come off onto the other side, where you see a makeshift airfield. Grass has been cleared. Um, some tents have been set up that have planes in them, but it's not an official. It's not like what you've been used to, where it's a big proper airfield. Mm. And you see Ducia in one of the tents fixing up your planes. Um, so anything you want to do before you start flying? I don't think so. High five the Valkyrie I painted on the side. Ducia goes, that's fucking sick. Thanks, man. Is the high-fiving the Valkyrie something that you have been consistently doing? Yeah. I think I'm going to do it, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. And I'm going to like point to Demetra and be like, that was all her. She found the paint and painted the Valkyrie. Cool. Yeah, no, it looks fucking great. It looks much better than a Valerie. So good job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to line the planes up for you. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think you all need some time to recover from uh, that. uh, (laughs) Now our plane is the Valerie. We have the Valkyrie and the Valerie. (laughs) We're just the horrible. Valkyrie, Valerie, and Lord and Lord Fort. Lickass, Fort <laughs> Kickass, dear Fort Kickass, God. Wow, <laughs> we're just we're all really bad at spelling in English, so we think yeah. it's the Valkyrie, but we've made a terrible typo. <laughs> yes, yes. And the Valkyrie that you've painted is redheaded and sometimes likes to go out on the water and thinks about all the things that you're doing, doing in, in your head. head you paint a picture. picture. <laughs> yep. So we cut to you in the place. <laughs> Kevin is not having any bullshit. He's like, you are flying. No, I think it's... Kevin's had a lot of bullshit, actually. Oh, no, I, I, I am as guilty as anyone in this room. I may be guiltier. I, I am not. I just, 
we're, we're passing the one brain cell along to keep us moving along. Yeah. Julian's had it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> false, 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 false. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The woman who now has a copy of Anna Karenina because she was looking for a fun book to read a on the read. car ride to go kill Nazis. That yeah, the brain cell left for that one. Yeah. With her snoot up against the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You line up on makeshift runway. It's cleared essentially only as like a, a backcountry road where there's still grass in the middle that is being shorn down lower and lower because more and more planes have been taking off. You're here. Uh, it's been dark for probably about an hour or two. Um, so you're relatively early, but plenty of missions are already flying. Yours are lined up. You are pretty immediately waved off by Dusia. So could I get a wayfind from our navigator, which is plus skill? Plus skill. Remind me how many mission pool points we have? Four. And you rolled a six. I mean the one. Okay, you roll a seven. So uh, let me know between your plane suffering minor damage, uh, your uh, they are waiting for you, which would trigger enemy fire, or you're stressed and banged around, you split two harm between you and your crewmate, which two you would like to pick. Ugh. I always forget that you have to pick two. Yeah, I think brutal, we should... isn't it? Uh, what was the first one again? Uh, the plane is damaged, which means you are susceptible to a uh, wheels down later, which means a dangerous landing. I hate those. I hate those. Yeah, that's what I think, though. Um, yeah, um, we'll do the wheels down one, and then splitting two harm between the two of us. Thank you, um, Kevin DeFazio, for that mission pool point. Thank you, Kevin DeFazio. Ninochka, you um, from the back seat are able to relay rough ideas of where to go to Rita. Rita, you're following along pretty well. Unfortunately, when you're turned back to try and listen better because it is just so loud, there is a bit of wind tonight, you miss that there's a bit more storms happening and you hit a big pocket of turbulence and it rocks you back and forth so hard that both of you smash your heads against the back headrest pretty bad um not so much that you're bleeding or anything but mm -hmm. enough that's distracting you and painful so you're going to split two harm between you however you want to split that um one and one okay? one and one because the harm doesn't actually affect our roles correct uh, no, it does okay. not. Yeah, so one and one, that mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. Great, so that happens, and also as a result, you dip down and um, come back up with the plane. We can feel that the the clutch isn't quite as good, not so bad that can you're not going to be able to... Can I add something to yeah. this? Like, when we... Like, when that pocket of, like, wind unexpectedly, like, passes through the biplane, that in addition to going back, that it rocks Rita's head forward and hits her face on the steering mechanism as well. Mm. So, like, there is now kind of a, um, like, a like no. there is a, a lurch or something. Like, there's some kind of uh, a, a mechanical, pro like, problem. Like, it would be like if you push your, um, what's it called, in a car. The stick shift? Your yeah, clutch. the stick yeah. shift, like, threw it because she had her hands on it and was 
forcibly yeah. push yeah. through it. Yeah. Essentially, there's a, a a gear attached to your turning mechanism that is now just slightly gummed up as a result of it, mm-hmm. um, and you can feel just a little bit when you're trying to bank right. Like resistance. It's yeah, it's stuck. It's stuck for a few seconds. Um, not going to be a huge problem now, but might become a problem down the line. And Rita has a bloody nose. You take off up into the air, and you are flying uh, low, relatively over the trees until you see off in the distance campfires, some small electric lights. You see a makeshift camp in the middle of the woods and you see for the very first time an enemy target that you are going to be attacking. So, who is running the reconnaissance? Is that... Okay. Nino and Rita. So, you are not noticed yet because you are not otherwise um, notable in the air. Sure. So, uh, could you please, for me, Ninochka, roll eyeball, which it's is... It's just me? It's not both of us? Um, Rita, you can also roll eyeball if you would like, actually. Yeah. Um, plus skill for... Eyeball. Oh, no, I don't. That's a nine for me, though. Nine? Uh, okay. Yeah, I got a, I got a six. Okay, and if you want to use a mission pool point to bump that up to a 10 to avoid consequences or to get better information, you can. I will. Okay, so. I'll use the one from uh, the Anonymous. Yes, Anonymous has been sitting in the bank for a long time. Thank you. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> it sounds so threatening every time you guys say it. The thing is, you it's know just like, who you are. I, I mean, I I know who this person is, and I love you very much. Thank <laughs> okay, you. Okay, that's better. I don't know who you are, but I love you. Anyway, Rita, what you see, um, you can't discern what buildings are because it is a super makeshift camp. It's, you know, things are covered up, but for the most part, you're not sure, except you see guards out front of two buildings. One is a small square. Um, kind well, that's of not a very nice way to describe the guard. <laughs> Cut down to this Nazi. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like more than two drinks in a night. I'm, uh, I like to go to bed at 10.30 on the dot. I'm, I, I consider myself Don't a... humanize the Nazi. I'm also no, very he's polygonal. a small square. That's what I mean. <laughs> Correct. I'm, I'm also picturing like a Minecraft dude. <laughs> Can you describe the building for us? Yeah, I was in the middle of that. I stopped to humanize a Nazi, I guess. No, it's a little Minecraft guy. When you said a small square, I was picturing like a blockhead. It cuts over to his friend who is literally just a, it is a Tetris piece on the ground. I hear you. I hear you. Don't I hear that? Yeah. All the Nazis are in our show are canonically just Tetris pieces. Tetris pieces with Dick Tracy voices. Um, Oh my God. So the first one you see is... Building. The first, it's not a building, it's a tent. It's a, okay. it's like, this tent. is a makeshift camp. And when I say that, I mean, they showed up here two nights ago. They've not put up things. It's not like a permanent position. This is the front of the war. So they're just invaders who are sleeping for the night. So there's one tent that is very well guarded. Um, and you see a couple boxes out front with a 10. You can kind of guess that would be the munitions depot. That's in the middle of the camp surrounded by a lot of just sleeping areas. So if you take that out, you could also probably kill a bunch of people surrounding it. The other one you see being guarded is separate. It is another small tent. And as you pass over it, you know, it's a quick glance. But as you see it, you think, hmm, You know, that's not unlike what Irina Makarovna is stationed in back Mm -hmm. at the camp. 
And that's all you get. Okay. I, so then Rita, if we can, yeah, because mm. uh, she's the one who saw it, holds up a two behind her to mm. uh, Ninochka. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's circle back and we can both hold up twos mm-hmm. and we can all fly in together. Great. So you come back around, you find where the other two are circling. You can tell from Fort Kickass that Sasha has not shut the fuck up and Olia is inexplicably at her wit's end with this fucking human being. Wow. wow. Yeah. We Even- finally found something that de-chilled Olia. Yeah. Oh no. Olia's sober for the first time we've ever seen her. Wow. She has to be. Yeah. <laughs> She's like nuclear physicist smart. <laughs> <laughs> she's great we love her so you're just circling and that's happening that's just happening as color but um you signal the two to the other two planes so you all now know uh which targets to attack i'm gonna say whoever's attacking munitions sasha and olia will go with you yeah as that's the what we decided. Plan. yeah cool great okay so um let us get our first attack run from the valkyrie let's go Let's fucking go. I'm going to use my big boys. Let's fucking go. Reminder, that is plus guts. Hell yeah. I got guts. Nickelodeon guts. You got this. That is an eight. An eight. Okay. So that will come with consequences, unless you would like to use your two mission pull points to put it over away from consequences. But then we don't have any more mission pull points. And you don't have any more mission pull points. Here, here's what I'll say. You have two teams going for munitions. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Whereas if we whiff it entirely we uh, yeah we're not going to use it if we whiff it entirely but if yeah. we're at a nine and we can get it to a 10 to get all the goals done that would be pretty sick we also need to do a wings down yeah that's that how people true. die yeah i would <laughs> oh yeah i no, would no, no. rather save those in case like i remember the the pre pre-pilot when august's character lost fully died entire leg, leg yeah. and fully died so yeah. like no and it was due to a wings down situation so okay yeah no <laughs> i'm just going give me those consequences give me give me give me please pick from two con two of the following four consequences the damage to the target is not significant and it is your fault you fly through a storm of flak, triggering enemy fire which you would have to evade a plane in your section is damaged my choice or you and your crewmate are marked. Reminder, marks take many different forms, but once you hit your limit, which I believe is 11, you can't take marks anymore, and you are marked for death. All right. I am definitely thinking, since we have only taken one mark before, Mm -hmm. that we take a mark. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like triggering enemy fire also comes along with a plane being damaged anyway, and at least that comes with, like, they haven't seen us yet, and... Like, I kind of feel like we're getting the plane damaged regardless, so let's at least be invisible about it. Yeah. Okay, great. Just as a reminder, not trying to influence the decision just so we're clear on what enemy fire is, because we haven't had that yet in the the podcast. Uh, When your plane is hit by bullets or flak, roll plus luck. On a 10 plus, the old girl is in one piece, and you are fine. No damage whatsoever. On a 7 to 9, she holds together, and you choose two consequences. And then uh, I choose three from the 7 to 9 list. If uh, you go below a six. What do you think? I would still just rather hedge the bets and not maybe incur more consequences. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So playing in my playing the section is damaged my choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you bank down, you release your bombs and they hit right on the money. And it is a munitions depot. It is 
filled to the brim with 9mm ammunition, rifle ammunition, machine gun ammunition, yeah. grenades, and even some missiles for planes. <gasps> Which means as you bank up and as Sasha and Olya come in down, because they were expecting they'd have to drop in more, as the bombs explode and bullets, thousands of bullets begin firing, their plane's wings are riddled with shots. Not so much so that it's unflyable, but now they are practically useless. Not necessarily your fault, but a reminder that things are pretty hairy out here. So they pull up behind you. They see that you're okay. They realize that they are still flying and not dead, presumably. And they are still flying in the air. Sasha you don't see is them. quiet for the first time in days. <laughs> nope. <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> Real quick, real quick, just cutting over to uh, Fort Kickass. Holy shit, did you see that? Oh my god, oh my god, there's so many bullets. I'm going to try and count the bullet holes because we don't have to bomb anything anymore. Everything's fine. One, two, three, four, the five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. The only reason they survived was because Olia's sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's o- Olia is right next to Sasha, pushing her face against the window and staring the there's plane. There's no window. It's, no, 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 wait. What if it's more of a Titanic situation where it's just like... In the arms <laughs> of an angel. Yeah. I fucking hate you so much. Although I will say, as someone who is not infrequently overly caffeinated, <laughs> that could just, I would say, it could silence someone to just the heart palpitations and the feeling like you're about to have a stroke. <laughs> just saying for our girl, Sasha, from my physical experience. Granted, she's not having espresso. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Is it time for the... Uh... It's time for your plane. Remind me your plane's name? Valerie, now. No. Oh, Valerie. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Have I changed it from Marta? No, right. Marta. This is, I roll this one for guts. Come on, Rita. You're yeah, attack, run, best. plus guts, yeah. Come on, read. Come on, read. You're, you're the, the best. best. Come on, Come on read. You're the best. You're the best. Five and a five plus one, that's an 11. Right. Yeah! yeah. Queen! Yeah. That's this is, my pilot! This is why we founded the Rita fan club. Yes! So we cut inside of this tent as we just see this little Nazi sitting there with a bunch of Tetris pieces in front of him <laughs> and his stupid little mustache. Imagine the stupidest mustache you've ever seen. That's the kind of mustache this piece of shit fucking has. And he's sitting there and he's inexplicably British because, you know, we're Europeans. Working, yeah, we're working on a budget here. It's an American production. And he's just he's sitting he's sitting there and he's just reading through the paper. And saying, oh, Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Boy, do I hate bombs. (laughs) And you just see this tent obliterate. You see the two guards that were in front of it shot forward, (gasps) ripped apart. It's awful. It's terribly bloody. Tetris pieces everywhere. Tetris pieces everywhere. Yeah, I was imagining the Nazi was like manually playing Tetris. Like he was drawing all the pieces himself, but Uh then like inventing how they were going to fall. And now he's dead. <laughs> and now he's dead. Isn't that great? This is, I, I'm going to headcanon that Rita survives the war and her child is the guy in the 80s who invented Tetris, which was from the Soviet Union. And she just Absolutely ensured... not. She would never produce a nerd. <laughs> the guy was kind of hot. I've seen pictures. He He's 
How dare you talk about Rita's son like that? Well, now I need to look up the guy who invented Ted. I Does he have an ass pick Please online? let him be a beefcake. <laughs> Give me a big boy. Anyway, not mattering. Uh, Rita's ensured her legacy Woo! in history. And uh, yeah, you guys bank up and away. You fucking obliterated what was probably a colonel or someone very important. The German equivalent of a colonel. No, they had, they colonels. had colonels. They had colonels. Yeah. Colonel Klink from Hogan's Heroes. What? Wow, that went right over everyone's. Okay, cool. Socialized female, babe. <laughs> I like how you were completely off mic for that, Madison. So I was like, was... Madison from offstage, socialized female, babe. <laughs> Madison from the back of the diner. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. We still have a wheels down to roll. You circle back away, you see the two burning pyres of where the munitions once were and as you're circling back over you see that the munitions depot has been destroyed that all of the tents around it have been obliterated it's destroyed it's really effective mission that you've run here fuck yeah but as you come back over the forest you are the first to touch down and you feel that the clutch is gumming up to the point that you're starting to lose it. You need to really grab on tight. So please go ahead and roll 2d6. Are both of us rolling that or just nope, Rita? Just okay. the pilot. All right. Um, 2d6 plus skill. Come on, Rita. Come on, Rita. You're the Come best. on, Rita. Okay, okay. How, okay, how bad is it? What did you roll? A three and a two. So a five. Reminder, you have two mission pool points that take would them. take those. Take them. Take those. I'll take them to make it a Yeah, seven. Yeah, you should yeah, fuck it. Thank you, Chloe and Will. Thank you <laughs> so much. On a seven to nine, you break the plane. Choose two consequences. Option one, it's unflyable. The plane is damaged. If already damaged, it is a fiery wreck. Option two, casualties on board. Split three harm between you and your crewmate however you like. Option three, your lack of skill, courage, or care with the people's machinery is noted, and it impacts future career opportunities. Option four, your landing puts you in immediate danger. Please pick two. I would say, since we only have one harm each, I'd be willing to take two more. Be up to three. We're down, we're there, we're safe. And we're not So dead. just to repeat back the options. Mm -hmm. The plane is unflyable. Mm-hmm. The plane is flyable, but we split three harm between the two of us. Mm -hmm. The fact that this has happened has been noted. Mm -hmm. And what was the last one? Uh, your landing puts you in immediate in danger. In immediate danger. Okay. I'm going to go with that the plane is unflyable. Okay. Because we know that this is the last night we're here. There's time. Um. And when I make this choice, this is about Rita, right? This isn't about Ninochka, or is it about both of us? It is. If it's harm, it's about both of you, but it depends on what you pick. It might reflect on both of you. It might reflect on just you. The lack of care um, is noted. Cool. So you bank in. You begin your descent. You feel the steering mechanism start to gum up. You start to try enforce it as you know typically works and you force a little too hard and you feel the chain connected to the gear at the bottom of the um, steering mechanism fall off and you have no more steering in the air 
And since you are already damaged, you land and land too hard. So hard that the brittle wood holding your wheels breaks off. And your plane begins to skid and tip, and your wing on the right side of the plane begins to dip into the runway and break and splinter. And you come to a stop as the tumbles and the force and the jostling around begins to pause. You feel not as bad. You're still a bit more hurt. You're cut up. You're bruised. You're bumped up. Ninochka, you are also bruised, cut up, everything. However, you hit your head quite hard with the first landing, and you now have a concussion. Um, but the plane is a complete mess. It's going to take quite a bit of repairing. Ducia immediately runs over, begins to pull you guys out, also dressing you down while you're doing it. Of how yeah, fucking I, stupid could you goddamn Rita be? sacrificed the plane. Yeah. I would say she crashed the plane in a way, almost, so that she and Ninochka would be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that Ducia would rip her head off, but also thinking it would be better to save a person than equipment. Great. Um, so you land, you are safe. You are safe. The plane is destroyed. Ducia is furious, but you land. The other plane, you see this happen from the air as you are beginning your descent. You come in and you land, but you land fine. You didn't suffer enough damage or anything that would trigger a wheels down. And then the third plane comes in, pulls up over it, lands beyond it. All three of you are safe on the ground. No further damage, no further issues. You have completed your mission. Congratulations. You are officially combat ready for mobilization. Everyone's going to need to take the move or take the harsh moves advancement, and you're going to add a move from your character playbook. Yeah, oh, from your natures. Ooh, and that is the end of episode twelve. What twelve? This 13? episode. <laughs> <laughs> this episode. <laughs> That's the end of episode twelve of Wing Women. Thank you very much for listening. Wing Women is a Night Witches TTRPG podcast. August Hockvog plays Nino, Julianne Kastner is Tati and also edits, Elsa Kugelman is Rita, Madison Cadulo is Demetria, Kevin J. McCann, myself, GMs, and plays everybody else. All character portrayals are fictional. Any similarities, names, and events are purely coincidental, even the real people. The game system was created by Jason Morningstar of Bully Pulpit Games. You can find it at bullypulpitgames.com. If you want to follow us on socials, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at WingWomenPod. If you're able and you want to support the artist directly, we'll have a link to the coffee in the description where you can buy us a biscuit from the Commissary Hall. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to the folks at Bully Pulpit and another friend who wished to remain anonymous. You know who you are. Until the next mission, this is us signing off. May I make a suggestion? If it is three... I would think one person is designated music musicians. Wow. <laughs> I would think one person is designated. I play the oboe. <laughs> Thank you, Sasha. <laughs> the casual cruelty on display makes Jake Gyllenhaal look like a martyr. <laughs>